the show presents Comicast 404. Sponsored by Twin Sons Comics and Gaming, Age of Comics, and Gamathonimus. With your host, Pablo Gunner, and I'm here to talk nerds to you about the comics that I picked up for August 28, 2019. Here to talk nerd to me, we have our own grade skill. Our grade skill is strong by that's strong art strong writing then you have buy solid art solid writing but not strong then you have weak buy there's something weak about it you should only buy it if you have the extra money strong skim strongly suggest you skim it skim weak on writing and art so you should only skim it then weak skim you should only skim it if you have a lot of extra time on your hands then pass is pass also we have the best book of the week as well as runner up and then I also say contender. I'll say, hey, this is a contender for runner-up and or b-bow. That's what that means, okay? So, spoiler alert, I am reviewing these comics. I am reviewing these issues, so there's going to be at least minor spoilers. If not more, I will definitely spoil the heck out of them when I announce my runner-up and b-bow towards the end. Unless I know what it is throughout, then I'll announce it after I review the book. But usually it's at the end. I give away the digital comics of any of the books that I have that have digital codes so there's that as well and I believe that's it so I'll go ahead and jump into it starting with Batman Superman number one this is Williamson Marquez Sanchez it's $3.99 it's actually really horrible it starts off pretty horrible with Superman dying and it is the Batman who laughs killing him and then it's, I don't know if it's a flashback, a flash forward, it doesn't really say, but then you see Superman lifting a building, or lifting a Blackgate uh, bus, prison bus, and then you have Batman, and he's like, oh, sorry I intruded, but you know, I just thought since I was close, I'd do this, you know, and they talk to Gordon about how there's people that have been infected with this same thing that the Batman Who Laughs tried to infect the whole city of Gotham with, but there is a few people that have been infected. So Batman is talking to Superman going like, hey, if this happens to me, what are you going to do? Or, you know, like, you got to have a backup plan. He's like, no, I don't. I'm just positive and stuff. And they find his cave, and they're like, yeah, we only found his cave because he wanted us to find his cave. And then one of the Robins shows up, and then you show they find you find out that one of the Robins, one of these evil Robins, the Crows, I think they're actually called, of the Batman who laughs, uh, reveals his identity, and it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy, but it's he's from a different universe. I, I think he's from the Dark Multiverse. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty crazy. It looks pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. It's not Schneider, and it's not bad, but it's not Schneider. So it ends up being an interesting, you know, first trip down this path and stuff. Uh, but it's not Schneider. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to knock on Williamson, but and and same thing. Like art, phenomenal, but it's not Jock, you know, and so or Capullo you know it's not like Schneider and Capullo here you know uh so it's definitely a buy though 
It's definitely a buy. On to Thanos, number five. This is 399 as well. It's Howard Olivetti Favela on this one. And you actually have Gamora, and she's with somebody else. And I don't know who this other person is, but this other person looks purple and looks like a little kid. And you're like, what? And so it's Gamora talking to this little kid, and then we flash back, back to what we've been reading, which is... Gamora as a kid on this ship that Thanos has pretty much abandoned and there's a mutiny going on and they're all trying to kill her because they think that Thanos is obsessed with her and cares too much about her and they're like Thanos doesn't care about anyone but you know anyways she's able to get away and go find Thanos, all while Thanos is there to go fight Magus, and even that turns into like a crazy uh, set of events where she's like, "All right, well, he's trying to he did, if he doesn't care about me, then I don't care about him, and I'm just gonna kill him." Then pretty much is essentially her thought process, uh, but we don't see we don't see the end result of that yet, you know, as well as this story that she's telling. So we'll see. Uh, in the next issue, I guess. I don't know if this is a limited series. I'm assuming it is or will be. I don't know. But yeah, it's. I like it so far, and it's pretty. It's pretty good so far. I like how it seems like it's predictable, and then as soon as you think it's predictable, it's not. You're like, okay, that didn't go the way I thought it was going to, and that's great. There, I really enjoy when a writer gets you to think that he's doing something, and then he does something else. As long as that something else is usually better than what you thought it was going to be. If you can come up with something better, then you should be writing yourself. Or if you think you can do better, then do better. You know? There's so many critics out there, yet, have you ever written a comic? I haven't. Well, actually, I'm in the process of trying to write a few comics. So, and it, I can tell you right now, it's, it's, it's tougher than you think. So it's it's pretty difficult. Anyways, it's enjoyable. It looks great. I like it. It's a good time. It's not the best thing out there, but it's nice and it's enjoyable. It's it's pretty fantastic. I can give it a buy. Here's a digital code. Tell me what you think. D for Donatello, one. M for Mech. E for Elon, one. W for Wesker. W for Wesker. O for Outrage. W for Wesker, three. J for Jones, and nine. Now let's jump into Batman Beyond number 35. This is 399 with Jurgens, Leonardi, Parks, and Sotomayor on this one. And you have a Batman Beyond Terry McGinnis in the suit who is trying to ally with these guys split who are these brothers who are sharing one body, but then they can split and they have super speed. And he's like, why are you guys doing this? I can help you. And they're like, they you get the backstory and that's what you get in this. You get the backstory and that's really cool. And it's really nice. I love when they humanize the villains 
and it almost makes you sympathetic or does make you sympathetic. Once again, speaking of sympathizing with the villains, we have this girl who used to be part of the uh, Royal Flush Gang. She goes, I'm going to go help Terry. Uh, so I'm going to go stop this Batman and this and these split guys. And then they're like, how are you going to do that when you couldn't do before and Terry couldn't do it by himself? Well, I have my abilities and then they give her the belt. And so, um, and not the way that your parents or my parents, definitely my parents used to give me the belt. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, and then you have Terry, and he looks weird. He doesn't look out like himself at all. He looks hideous, and I'm like, this is just bad. I, I, I'm sorry, but that, like, he looks like no semblance of McGinnis, Terry McGinnis, in a lot of these panels. And, and that's the thing, that's the biggest thing with this, is that this art is not, actually, I was going to say it's not bad. It is bad. It is bad in certain, it's definitely at certain points, it is, it can definitely, it definitely looks bad at, at certain points. And, and yet it still is okay. It's very okay art, but there's definitely moments where it's bad. And that being said, like, I love the story. It's phenomenal. And that's what keeps me in it is the story and the characters and what's going on. Because if, if the writing was not there, I would throw this book away because the art is so mediocre most of the time and then bad at certain points that I'm just like, wow, the writing is so top notch. So that's what sucks is when the writing is strong and then you have art that's very, oh goodness, I don't even know, would this be a weak buy or a strong, I'm giving it a strong skim. Because there's no way the art is strong at any point. There's not even parts where you're like... There's parts where it's okay, but what sh art should never be okay. You shouldn't be like, eh, this art's fine. You know, it's okay. You should always be impressed with art. Even if it's not your style. You know, I mean, people have different styles, of course. My wife is very picky about the art that she likes. So, anyways... It's a strong skim. This issue is a strong skim. It really brings down the rest of the series. Alright, let's throw in some Captain America with number 13. This is $3.99. We have Coates, Masters, Izaxi, Mia on this one. We have Cap back in the like the shield suit, I guess which is the when he was the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he's working with Sharon Carter and White Tiger. And he's trying to, you know, like he's, he's on the border of somewhere and he's protecting uh, immigrants with this S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like one of his energy S.H.I.E.L.D.s. And what it is is apparently there's some people that are empowering racists and uh, specifically like white nationalist groups. And these are the people that are hunting down these immigrants that are, you know, f getting into the country. And so he's there to protect them. And he even himself is like, well, 
because they're trying to kill them, I'll stop them. But this isn't exactly what I stand for because even what these people are doing is not exactly the right way. It's not the right thing. And then you have like a young, young Nick Fury, Nick Jr., as they say. I don't know. This one just was not... This is another one where I'm like, at times the art is like decent. It's not bad. But I'm just like, eh, it's okay. Sometimes it looks better than others. And, but just the story, the story was very... resemblant of, uh, if that's even a word. Um, but it reminded me a lot of what Falcon was doing when he was Captain America. And I'm like, you're just doing what he was doing, but your heart and soul's not in it because you're like, this is still bad. Whereas he was like, this is 100% the right thing to do. Uh, so like it's, it's him being a black guy going to help people, a different kind of people of color, you know, was great. And this seems awkward for Steve Rogers when it shouldn't. I don't know why I keep on picking up this book. I mean, I, I do know why I keep picking up this book. It is well-written. It is. Uh, the art is pretty solid most of the time. I won't deny it. But it's just not good in issues because it's going so slow. It's like at a crawl. And I'm just, this is the point where I'm like, I'm done with this book, at least in issues. In trade, I'll probably check it out because I feel like it's going in a great direction and it has been this entire time, but it's just taking a really long time to get there. So that being said, I would probably give this a week buy. I'm going to give it a week buy, but you check it out for yourself. Here's a digital code. T for Tomas, M for Marcos, E for Iluterio, 2, D for Diego, S for Senorita, C for Carlos, 7, P for Pedro, or P for Pedro, then you have 7, C for Carlos, A for Alberto. All right, let's get into Ascender number 5. This is Lemire and Nguyen on this one. Uh, and so they found their old friend, Telsa, and she's just a washed-up old pirate lady now. And she's like, no. And she doesn't want to have anything to do with it. She's like, I'm not, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Get off my ship. You know, go away. And he's like, come on, we have to get out of here. You know, these people are coming to kill us. And the robot helped us and stuff. And she's like, what? The robot? What? Ban who? You know? And... So the little girl tells her, and there's a little intrigue there, but her shipmate is like, nope, captain set off, I'm throwing you off. And so they're just distracted, and then Mother, this evil witch lady that's running the show now, uh, is, has a little chat with her son. She's quite disappointed with them and deals with them th thusly, and then her forces are going after her this guy and her daughter because they have this robot and then something bad happens to him and you're like oh my gosh that's horrible and then they go okay let's get the f out of here and so you think something just it does not look good at all and and they even the way that they do it you're like oh it's done it's over and ah, i just love this book i love this book I, it's so fantastic 
oh, it's wonderful. I love the way it looks. I love the way it feels. I love the way that it's done. It's so masterfully done. And it's so impressive. And I'm just like, oh, this is so great because it just toys with my heart and my thoughts and my mind and my emotions. And it's so great. I, it's, it's absolutely a strong buy. Definitely, definitely a contender. Let's swing into Spider-Man Life Story number six. The tens 2010s um and this is three fourths 4.99 it's the darsky bagley uh hennessy the armata on this one and so this one is going into he's like working with miles and they're talking about the future and how well what happens when heroes fight amongst each other is that the villains win because then they can scheme because the heroes are too busy fighting each other. And that's exactly what happened. And so apparently Doom is in, in control of everything. Now, Peter has this weird suit. And I'm going to be honest. It's god awful. It looks horrendous. It kind of looks like a mashup of the British Captain. Like the Captain, Captain Britain Spider-Man. But bad. Worse. And then you have this symbiote that appears to be Craven, and then Miles is acting weird. He's very serious and he's acting weird. And you're like, something is up with him, but just like barely. But Peter, who's an old man, realizes it and he's like, oh. And it's it's similar to what's kind of been going on with Superior Spider-Man, right? You have Octavius put his mind into Miles' body who is now older and so he's like yeah i'm gonna beat you and i'm gonna beat doom and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna be the superior spider-man and then you have aunt may who shows up in the consciousness and is like you know Otto, this isn't what we're supposed to be like we're just supposed to live our lives and then that's it and we do the best we can with what we have instead of stealing somebody else's life and she even talks to Peter, has a nice little chat with Peter as well, and is like, you know, you just feel guilt and everything like that. Just the way he is. He's like, you help people because you couldn't help Ben. And so you're just helping and helping and helping and helping because you're trying to make up for that one. How? What if you could just have your dream of saving Ben? And that seems to be it. So it, it was a great, it was a great... And I think it's the end at least. It's it could continue if it wanted it if they wanted to. I, I loved this series absolutely so much this entire time. It's really intriguing and it's really great. And I love it's like it's a what if. That's all it is, is a what if. But like kind of real time, but not entirely real time, because it's still like he lived way longer than you expected him to. Still from the sixties to the twenty tens, that's what, seventy years? So, not a bad run, right? Not a bad run. And he's Spider-Man, so he lived longer than most people anyways because of that. Anyways, phenomenal read. Absolutely enjoyed it. And uh, it's definitely a strong buy. But the digital code on this is messed up, so I'll take a picture and post it on our social media. Time for a commercial break to talk about one of our sponsors. And this time I'm going to talk about Twin Suns comics and games. Now, obviously, as the 
name suggests, they have comics and they have games. And to be specific, those games are tabletop games and card games and things of that nature. Because you have Warhammer 40k, you have Hero Clicks, you have Warhammer 40k, you have Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Magic, of course. That one's hardcore there. Pretty much everything that you can think of, they have it. And not only do they have it, they know it. They know what they're talking about. They know their stuff. There's nothing worse than when you go to a comic book shop or any kind of shop for that matter, and they don't know what they're talking about. And these guys legitimately do because you'll if you go there and you want to buy something, I bet you because they are twins that run the shop, one of them or both of them is playing those games with them. And that's what's great about it is that they're open up late. They're usually open from 11 to midnight or 1 to midnight. It depends on the day. Uh, but they, they stay late because that's where people hang out if they like card gaming and tabletop gaming legitimately. I, I have multiple friends who like tabletop gaming and that is absolutely where they go and where they hang out because that's that's the spot. I mean, it, it is it's a perfect haven and and it's so great because I've read reviews on on their Facebook and I've talked to people there and you'll go in there and there's females in there playing games as well and it's a very comfortable place for anybody and everyone. You know, I have a I have a blurred friend who is hardcore. I think into Warhammer. Yeah, he's hardcore into Warhammer, and, and he loves that place. And uh, and if you're not, you don't know what a blurred is, the black nerd, um, to be specific. And that's what I'm saying. Like anybody and everybody, they love it there. You know, because I'm into comics. I'm not really into stuff. I would love to get into Hero Clicks if and when I have the time, which will probably be never. But hey, you know what? If you're into it and uh, you have the time, hit me up and, and try to teach me. I would not, you know, be against it. I'm totally for it. You know, I would like to learn. Uh, but anyways, like I said, they know their stuff when it comes to comics, too. They know their stuff when it comes to statues because they have statues adorned on their shelves that you can buy. The best ones, in fact. Like, they have Thanos, I think, on his throne. They have Deadpool, like they have the best ones. Like they have these collectible ones that I've always wanted to get that are just like beautiful and gorgeous because it's like Power Girl, I think Rogue, uh, as well as Emma Frost, and then someone else, maybe I think it was She-Hulk. And so I think they have like the statue portrait combo, and uh, yeah, it's they're just delectable. But and, and as well as many other figurines there, it's it's and they have snacks. You know, and drinks and clothing and all kinds of stuff that you could buy. Like, I always, because my buddy lives close to there, Tone Bone lives close to there, and so I always, since I pick up comics from there anyways, I always pick up his and or his kid's birthday gift there because I'm like, it's it's easy. It's right by it, and they, they have all kinds of nerdy stuff, so it ends up working out perfectly for me and for him. Uh, it's great, as well as all the nerds that like hanging out there. 
They really know their stuff, and they know their stuff when it comes to. I'll talk to them about shows, video games, you know, movies, and they know their stuff. They're pretty on top of it, and so it's really cool to talk with those guys, and and they're really great to work with. So, and and you can get a subscription with them through the comics, and the way that theirs works is you actually fill out a booklet like three months ahead of time. They have them there, and then you turn them in before the end of the month. They'll get that situated. You get 15% off, and it's a wonderful situation because you are absolutely certain to get those books since you ordered them through the booklet, and that's what's great. And so it's it's a wonderful situation. I love it. It is, And that's, that's what's great is you can get clothes, you can get statues, you can get a whole mess of stuff in those booklets, and it's all going to be 15% off. So it's, it's a superb situation, so make sure you get a subscription there. And if you don't know where they're at, they're located at 6301 Riverside Plaza Northwest, Suite L1, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 87120. It's near, I want to say, it's on Coors and La Oria, I'm pretty sure. And it's, it's right by Wex. There's a Wex there. It's right there. And so you can also check them out at their website, twinsonscomics.com. Give them a call if you want, if there's anything you're looking for specific, 505-508-3427. Like I said, they're usually open from 11 to midnight or 1 to midnight. So you check their hours, and uh, it's it's just wonderful. Say, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Okay? Let's get back and do some books with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder in Hell. Issue four, and this is Santo Luoco working on this with Khalil on this one, and it it picks up where it left off, which is you have the two different uh, versions of Arokusaki, pretty much, and. He's trying to combine them into one so that the dragon god can take back over the power because he has a spirit of the dragon god. And he's like, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to be your pawn anymore. I'm done with this. And and that's it. And But someone comes to his aid, uh, which is really awesome. And also makes me question as to maybe why this person has been distracted in their own book, you know, or what they've been doing or maybe what they're doing going forward. They need help. So now they're trying to find this person in this spirit world to help them. And so that's really great to see these two join forces and come together and fight together again and go after the dream and try to find the dream and stuff. And and you get a better idea of what's going on with, this pantheon that was created and all this stuff, these two warring forces, the dragon and, and stuff. And it's really crazy and it's really awesome. And I don't know where it's going, but it's absolutely phenomenal every step of the way. So I can't deny how, how superb it is. It's definitely a strong buy. It's definitely a contender. Oh, let's run off with this one. It is Runaways number 24. We have Raul, Genolet, and Wilson on this one. And this one is Carolina and Nico. And they 
Carolina has talked Nico into going patrolling with her to be do superhero acts. And then you also have Victor, who is talking to Doombot, who has been reprogrammed, but yet he's slowly getting them back into them to the status quo that he was before. So anyways, uh, these two go on patrol and it's, it seems to be fairly boring and, and not much going on. And then something happens where you're like, hey, you can tell these guys are up to no good. They look like villains and they start a fight with them and it looks like they might be out of their league and not be able to deal with this situation that they got themselves into. But it looks like somebody else might have come to their aid. Not sure exactly. I will say it's kind of funny how this is starting to gear more towards like a superhero comic and it wasn't as enjoyable as the other issues when it's more like kind of like family matters in a sense or you know just their regular day life. I mean this one seems to be anyways but it's it's still enjoyable and I'm definitely interested and intrigued going forward but they're there really wasn't like, it was just kind of like the main was these two characters. It mainly focused on these two characters and instead of everyone. Still enjoyable though. And so I would still give it a buy. And that's why I will go ahead and give you the digital code so that you can tell me what you thought of it. T for Thomas, M for Marvel, E for Echo, L for Logan, 5, V for Victor, L for Logan, I for Icarus, Z for Zarbon, 1, I for Icarus, Caper Killmonger. Alright, let's glide into this next book, which is Batman Curse of the White Knight, book two. It's Murphy and Hollingsworth. You get some more backstory of this Wayne, as well as this priest. And you're like, okay. And yes, they do link those things. And they end up running off to... Gotham and they essentially have this deal which is I'll teach you these things you'll become you know a higher up in Gotham and stuff uh, pretty much like a lord real rich and stuff like that and then but then it's this this priest is doing a lot of dark things and this Gordon I mean this uh, this Wayne is like no I don't think I want to be part of this anymore like this is getting too dark for me I, I, I I'm willing to help but I don't want to do you know, these dark, evil things. Then it rolls right into Bruce reading this thing and then this lady, like, trying to blackmail him and be like, oh, I know all this stuff. And it was Joker that sent him there. The Joker sent her there and is the one that's, like, framing him for all this stuff. Like, you have to do this or else. And then you have... Gordon, who's like, you know, I hate this, I hate that, but, you know, in the end, he did do some good stuff. And then you have Joker, and he's doing, like, a Gordon impression. And he reveals the identity of Batgirl, which is nuts. And that was just crazy. And then even Bruce is like, he's been thinking about revealing himself, but then someone talks to him about how he shouldn't and why it would ruin everything. And so he's like, yeah... And then I love this next part with Harley is so great and just crazy. And yeah, this, these, these revelations have just really threw a huge monkey wrench into things for Batman. And then this other guy who was also 
come back is it's it's you know related to this priest he's like hey gotham is is mine rightfully so and i'm gonna take it back and that's that's what he's starting to do it's really crazy and it's really interesting and i and i really enjoy this stuff this is really great it's definitely a strong buy it's it's an enjoyable experience to pick it up in issues but i think it's probably more enjoyable as a whole in trade but it's it's they're just two uniquely different experiences definitely a strong buy though and a lot of crazy stuff happening in this speaking of uh now we have house of x number three this is 4.99 with probably the same creative team that's been running this show which is hickman laraz gracia cowls on this and this one i like this one a lot because this one is exactly the kind of thing that I want, which is you have Cyclops, he's teaming up with unlikely allies, as well as actual allies. You have Marvel Girl, I believe, which is Jean Grey. And then you have Mystique, you have Nightcrawler, you have this other lady, I don't even know who she is. You have Archangel, you have some other lady, I don't know who that is uh and wolverine and they're going on this mission to destroy nimrod because they got information from the previous where they're like hey now we know when nimrod was creating so now we need to go to the place and destroy it before it's created you know and they're like but we don't have an exit plan because it's it's pretty much a suicide mission so that's what's so great about it is that you have this suicide mission going on. They're going to do their best to make it out. Even though, like, they, they have the X-Swing, right? They have the X-Jet. And that's their, their way in and their way out, and that's it, right? Unless there's something else there that they can use to fly out. But I don't know if there is. And so anyways, someone catches on and is like, Hey, how do they know where, how do they know this is going on? They're attack, you know, attacking this thing. The people that are making Master Mold are thinking this, and so we need to do something unconventional. So this guy does something unconventional, and it's nuts. It it leaves me hanging on the edge of my seat because you're putting the the people that I love, the characters that I love, at risk, and now we don't know exactly what happened to them. So there's that mystery intrigue. I have to get the next issue. I want to get the next issue. I must have it because I have to find out what happened to them, if anything happened to them, and where they're going to go forward because of what happened in this. So it's absolutely a strong buy. It's absolutely a contender, without a doubt. And I'm going to hold on to the digital code at least until the end. So now I'm going to shell into this one. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 97 with Eastman Waltz, Dialnas Pattison, on this one and Karai has done her due diligence. She has done her homework and she is beating the foot. She is beating Splinter's foot clan. And Splinter even thinks he has like at a moment he thinks he has the upper hand, but he doesn't know everything. And 
And so that's really crazy. That's really messed up because I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like you always go like, oh, yeah, you know, it's now it's making a turn and the turtles are coming to get him and help him out. And you're like, yeah, this is working out. And then you go, nope, it's not. It's 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 a lose lose situation is what's come down. And yet throughout this book, there's moments of hope sprinkled throughout. You have, you know, Donatello's scientist buddies talking to Metalhead and pretty much explaining how humans are going to turn on you, especially these evil humans, you know, the EPF. They're just like, they're going to turn on you. They're not going to give you what you want. And Casey and the Purple Dragons coming in, you know, with the, with the defense, with the win, as well as seeing the newest turtle, you know, with with the bandana was just like so great. Uh, there's just so so many great moments in this book. It's it's phenomenal. So this is without a doubt a strong buying contender as well. Last book of the week is Marvel Comics, which it's kind of like there's mystery over comics. So it's kind of Marvel mystery. 1000 or Marvel Comics 1000 and so I don't know entirely if this means that there's been a thousand Marvel Comics all together and so that's why they're doing this but essentially what this is is this shows the history of Marvel Comics from the beginning from 1939 you know in Marvel Comics number one all the way up to recent and it's benchmark stuff and literally it is a page Per, it's a page, it's a story page, whether it be a spread or six panels or nine panels or, you know, whatever they do, the design, it's essentially one story on each page and that's it. And it's masterful. It really is. I go, this is sh and shows exactly why comics are great because you have these different paneling designs, you have classic paneling designs, you have all these characters that have been created throughout the ages, all these benchmarks, all these benchmark moments, benchmark characters, you know, all these things throughout the history of Marvel Comics. All the while there's something weaved throughout. It's kind of sprinkled and then it gets stronger and stronger and then you go, I think there's a story going on here where there's these guys that have this mask. I think it's called the Eternity Mask. And it essentially, if you wear it, whoever you're going up against, they are your equal. So you have the chance to beat them, uh, which is crazy. And I love the idea. And it seems like it's mainly Al Ewing that leads this. There's there's tons of tons of writers on this, but it's it was Al Ewing that led the the charge on this and, and really got this thing together. It's not, I feel like he does write a lot of the stories. I won't see most of the stories because there's so many writers. There's a huge list. It says inside of it and at the end. And I love the great homage to, you know, Steve Ditko, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby and stuff. It's this, these, I love these benchmark things are so important, I think, and, and wonderful to show us the importance and beauty of comics and how far they've come and, and where they've been and how they've changed and, and what they're possible of of doing and achieving and creating it's it's wonderful through art and writing this beautiful um 
combination symbiotic relationship, if I may. So it's hard to judge it because it was also $10. Uh, I think it's worth the $10, absolutely. I think, like I said, it's, it's important to have things like this and to check them out. And enjoy them. I'll probably back and bag it just on, just on the fact that it is a one thousand. You know, um, but it's it's kind of feels like it's cheating to to give it runner up or beep out, especially when there's some stuff where you're like, this is dumb, or or you're like, I didn't care for that. That was a waste. You know, or you're like, I didn't like this art at all. You know, or I didn't care for this story at all. And there's some of those in there. There's definitely some of those in there. Here's the thing about not just comics, but in every media is not everything is for everybody. And it doesn't have to be. Some stuff is specifically for certain people. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be for everyone. And it doesn't have to be for you. But that doesn't mean you should hate me or my opinion because it didn't strike something up with you you know besides anger so that's that's the beauty in uh in art and creation you know as well as opinions thoughts and feelings we're all different and so we all think differently and bring different things to the table but don't be an a-hole to people for their opinions unless it's like i'm better than you because I am this color or I am this ethnicity, you know, that's, that's, that's just horrible. Anyways, uh, enough of that ranting. I'm going to go into my runner up and be bow, of course, which I only have three books here and they are Ascender, TMNT and House of X three. So this, this is a toughie for me. This truly is really difficult for me. I, I, I don't even know. It's, it's, I'm going to go with TMNT as my runner-up, number 97. And I didn't even realize this myself, and that was so great about this, is that Karai has this sword, and there's this monster that's tied to this sword, and it sh this monster looks like a mutanimal, uh, a mutant, you can't really tell and it looks like splinter legit spoiler alert like kills this thing and you're like ah f yeah you know this is gonna turn around and then the turtles start coming to help you know you start seeing this shift in the in the book and then you go oh no splinter doesn't know and and i forgot too that thing doesn't die and so it's able to make a comeback as well as other mutants that are part of her group, and they are messing people up, and they're stopping the turtles from getting to him to help him, and they're essentially like, you know what, we're gonna kill Splinter unless you join us. You have to be part of us. Yeah, you either join us. That's pretty. That was pretty much it. That was pretty much the only choice they gave him. They said, join us or he dies. And so they're like, you know what, they're not gonna kill him because they're gonna continue to use him as leverage against us. So let's just get the F out, and, and that's it. And also the great part, too, is because you have Casey's dad, Hun, I think. And he's he's juiced up, uh, I think, from the, from the ooze or whatever. And so 
he he's being really he's he's pretty he's pretty I guess xenophobic we'll say xenophobic towards the mutants whereas Casey isn't and Casey's girlfriend was turned into a mutant and so he's like yeah you know whatever and even Casey's like thrown off about it but then this moment where they all like work together to save uh, you know these people it brings them back together and then to see her throw on her own bandana this yellow bandana and tie it up and to see Casey be like oh my gosh that was so great working with you you know I'm so glad you're okay and not to have you know his dad change his mind about stuff so it's like there's hope even though it ended up on a sad note and that's what I love is Turtles is so good at just like giving you just enough hope but enough despair at the same time to be like oh my gosh you know it's 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 phenomenal yeah and then once again i'm gonna have to go with uh house of x number three as my b-bow because like i said i the the x-men that i care about they could be dead uh you know like wolverine and cyclops i mean and and miss marvel and and nightcrawler and stuff you know like I don't know what happened to them, and I have to know what happened to them, and I have to know that they succeed in this. Otherwise, what's the point going forward? You know, it's it's just absolutely nuts. And all the while, too, like there's this other well, there's this other thing going on. So they left Sabretooth on Earth to go through this trial, and they're like, yeah, they're gonna use, they they have him on trial, and they're gonna put him into this like most secure prison and stuff. And they're like, yeah, he's just murder like he's killed all these people and then emma frost shows up and be like oh well he's part of our country and so like he's protected under us and we'll deal with him ourselves and stuff and it's very scary that's that's the scary part of this too is to be like i know i'm not sure if i'm okay with this new direction of the mutants the x-men xavier magneto we'll see we'll only know going forward so it's it's really crazy and to be honest, I would probably actually swap this. This one would probably be my my uh, <laughs> runner-up, and then Tim and T would be my B-Bow. But you know what? Here's the digital code. T for Tomas, and for Marcos, E for Iluterio, e L for Lupita, X for Xavier, E for Iluterio, e o, o for Oscar, 3 for U for Uganda, W for Guarita. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the books. I hope you enjoy the comics that you got, the grades and everything like that. This is uh, this is a great deal. So, thank you for listening. And uh, tell me what you think on anything. Talk nerd to me at TNTM the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, website, email, Gmail, wherever you can find us hit me up and it'll probably be me replying to you uh, or you can find me personally at Pablo it's P-A-B-L-007 Gunner on Twitter Instagram you know I post more like personal stuff um, if you want to be my buddy so anyways uh, yeah and um, keep your old hoes hungry for comics <laughs>
Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Thank you for listening.